Is it okay to tell your partner that you don't want to talk about their past? How do you handle this very delicate situation of basically making sure that your partner knows that maybe you don't need to know certain details about their past? How do you communicate that message without oversharing about your struggles with retroactive jealousy? In today's video, I'm going to respond to a viewer who's struggling with this idea of how much he should tell his partner about his retroactive jealousy and how to ask his partner basically to maybe keep certain details away from him. My name is Zachary Stockhill and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, and often save their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work or you'd like to connect with me one-on-one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Today, I am responding just pull it up here, to a viewer called A, or named A, rather. A writes, can you tell your girlfriend or partner that you don't want to know certain details about her past? Do girls respect that? <laughs> can you tell them you have a condition and it's best for your relationship that you are ignorant? Okay, A, thank you for your question. Not an easy one to answer. Uh, as always, I'm gonna try to keep this brief, which is difficult, but basically, I am a big advocate for the incredible power of changing the subject. And this is an idea that doesn't occur to a lot of people, uh, frankly, and I'm not exactly sure why. There's an art to changing the subject to a conversation uh, when you don't really want to be conversing about the topic at hand. But basically the idea is, if your partner, if your girlfriend, if your whatever, uh, is sharing details that you don't want to know, artfully shift the conversation elsewhere. Ask her a question about something unrelated to the topic at hand. Talk about the incredible bird you're seeing <laughs> outside of your window. Or ask her about a movie that she'd like to see lately. Or, you know, how's work? Or <laughs> I mean, literally anything other than the topic at hand. And if you do this on a consistent basis, unless your partner is very dim, <laughs> unless they are shockingly unintelligent, eventually your partner will pick up on the fact that you don't want to talk about that threesome she had <laughs> 10 years ago. You don't want to hear about that random bozo she dated for a while in her early 20s. You get my point. If your partner is continually talking about things that you don't want to hear, number one, I would say, rather than making a huge deal of it, rather than oversharing certain details that frankly your partner probably doesn't need to know uh, about, you know, retroactive jealousy and oh, visit retroactivejealousy.com. <laughs> your partner probably doesn't want to know about any of this stuff. So rather than making a big deal of it, number one, I would say shift the conversation topic elsewhere. And if you do this on a regular basis, when she starts or he starts sharing certain details, eventually they should get the hint, hopefully, <laughs> that you don't want to talk about certain things. And it's just better for you maybe to sort of talk about other things rather than the things that they're talking about. So basically, the answer to your first question, can you tell your partner that you don't want to know certain details? The answer, of course, is yes. And it really depends on how you want to do this. Again, I'm an advocate for changing the topic, but if it becomes necessary, if your partner does not get the hint, eventually you can say, listen, babe, like, I, I don't really want to talk about X or Y or, you know, I, I, it's kind of a turnoff for me to talk about this particular thing or that guy or that period of life. You know, all these details about your past, I don't really need to know. Like, let's focus on the future. Let's enjoy each other in the future. Let's not talk about the past. So if it becomes necessary, you really can be explicit like that. But what I advocate against is sitting your partner down and saying, listen, I have retroactive jealousy. Here's Zach's book. You know, <laughs> I have this condition and it's very serious and you need to respect this and blah, 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 blah. Because most people out there, 99.9% .9 of humans on the planet, I would imagine, have never heard of the term retroactive jealousy. And what is normal for you and I, or the language that we might use and the way we might think about this condition is very unusual for a huge segment of the population. 
So sometimes less is more when it comes to talking about this issue. Your partner doesn't need to read my book and know the whole story. You can just kind of communicate the message, listen, I'd rather not talk about that. Or again, you can shift the conversation topic whenever necessary, whenever appropriate. Your second question is, do girls respect that? I'm not, not going to talk about whether girls respect that. I'll just talk about whether people will respect that. And the answer is some people will and some people won't because I've received many emails, some of them somewhat mystifying, frankly, from retroactive jealousy sufferers whose partner simply can't stop talking about his or her past, talking about their past. I don't exactly know why people do this, but sometimes people, they feel the need to just completely vomit the details of their sexual past or their dating past over and over and over and over. There are various reasons people do this. Sometimes they're insecure and they want to come off like they're cool and confident and like look at all the people I've slept with. Sometimes they're simply somewhat unaware or they lack self-awareness that maybe what they're sharing isn't necessarily well received by the people they're sharing it to. There are many, many reasons for this. I'm not going to psychoanalyze uh, a whole group of people like this, but the fact is some people won't respect it. And that comes down to you. I mean, what kind of people are you bringing into your dating life? You know, who are you choosing to spend your time with? Personally, for me, if I had a partner who was continually violating boundaries, a partner who didn't seem to get the hint when I didn't want to talk about certain things, a partner who was seemingly disrespecting me, for me, that would be a personal deal breaker. I'm not sure I would stay in that relationship for long, but maybe you're different. Again, first, I would rely on telling them very explicitly, you don't want to hear certain things. And again, shifting the conversation topic when necessary. Your final question, can you tell them that you have a condition and it's best for your relationship that you're ignorant? This is kind of a tricky issue. You know, the extent to which you should open up to your partner about your retroactive jealousy. My general kind of blanket advice in this regard, if it comes up to your partner or if they ask you certain questions about why you're acting a certain way, is to say, listen, I have a bit of an issue with your past, but don't worry, it's my problem. I'm dealing with it. You don't have to worry about it. I'm getting help and it's it's not going to be an issue. You know, it's my problem. I would rather not talk about it and it's going to be okay. A lot of retroactive jealousy sufferers, many, many in my experience, they want to involve their partner in their recovery. And the reason why I think this is usually a bad choice is because it doesn't work. I mean, I've been doing this work for a long time. I've had many people try to get me to jump on coaching calls with their partner, like help me, help my wife fix me, you know, that kind of thing. And ultimately, that's not my job. I don't think it's effective. And I really think you have to own this problem 100% before you can truly beat it for good. So you can tell your partner that you have certain struggles or you're dealing with some you know, self-esteem or issues or whatever you want to tell them. You can phrase it, obviously, in a way that feels good to you. But I would be wary of oversharing about this condition, just to kind of underline this point one more time. You know, we're sold this myth in modern society that Communication is the cure-all to every problem in a relationship. You know, communicate, communicate, communicate. If you're having problems in your relationship, it means you're not communicating enough. And while that is sometimes true, I also think it's unwise to air all of the petty grievances and insecurities and all the muck from our sort of lesser selves in our relationship. I don't think it's always good for the relationship to constantly be vomiting all this information about ourselves and our struggles and all the rest that maybe our partner doesn't need to know. And frankly, that sometimes we're vomiting, <laughs> sometimes we're sharing in an effort to ease some of our insecurities, to ease some of our fears, when in reality, the only way we can truly ease those insecurities, deal with those insecurities, and ease those fears over the long term is to take personal ownership of this problem, take personal ownership of our growth. And ultimately, I think that's what overcoming retroactive jealousy comes down to, taking ownership, not putting this problem on our partners to solve. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe 
and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.